It's Monday, June 14th, 2021, and you're listening to episode 571 of Fear the Boot, a show about tabletop role-playing games and a little bit more. Running time for this episode is one hour and six minutes. Welcome to Fear the Boot. My name is Dan. This is Wayne. My name's Chad. And this is Julia. What? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. But we had a good thing going for a while. <laughs> Watch out. Nothing wow. good can. Wow. I mean, a... we have Chris back recently. And Did we? We've... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Johan, he's talking about coming back up oh. for a show. Man, oh, what wow. happened to this show? I know. That's... For a while there, we really had a lot of the garbage taken out. Yeah. And now it's now we've become that. What is that Pacific Island of Garbage? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It has a name. I can't think the of it. The Isle of Fear the Boot? Sure. Yeah. That's. In all of our experiences and stories and whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, all we have to do is like drag John back in with a leash, and then it's we're definitely in that island. Yeah, that get point. him to wake up every so often during <laughs> a show and contribute <laughs> something. So, anywho, we do have dates for the actual Fear of the Con next year. We will get those to you within an episode or two. Because for the moment, what we want to focus on is for this year, because we are unable to have a convention because of diseases and laws and all these other silly things that we wish would go away. <laughs> we are having an online convention. So another Fear the Con online. Yep. Fear the Con online three, because we couldn't come up with a catchy phrase for this one. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm not coming up with one. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah, for, it's just not I, I was trying to make a search for Spock pun or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> Three's a crowd. Wait, that's not funny. Yeah. 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 I, I spent days trying to come yeah. up with one. I've never had this hard of a time coming up with a catchy phrase. It's that COVID like. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, just, I don't know. Creativity has been sad. So we just mm-hmm. decided. <laughs> fear the whatever. Con fear the Con three. Online 3. Yeah. Fear yeah. the Con Online 3. It has games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just go with some kind of Simpsons esque sort of company yeah. slogan here. Yeah. It is on Con Planner. It is up for signing up for games, for posting games. It is June 25th through the 27th. We put it out there for a vote, and the vote came back that people wanted three days worth, and yeah. mm-hmm. we doesn't make any cost difference to us, so why not? Okay, and once again, that is an online convention that is happening this year. So if you check the show notes, I will put a link to the Con Planner site there. If you are interested in participating in this convention, whether as a player or as a game master, please be sure to get out there and sign up because we're looking forward to that. Yep. I know it's not as good as an in-person convention, but, well, we're doing the best we can with what we've got. And once again, we do have dates for the convention next year, which I cannot oh, imagine. We're not going to give them to you until three days before the con. Yes. So, tough. <laughs> Figure so it out. Just, yep. <laughs> if you want our recommendations, just go ahead and take off next year from the top yeah. of March through the end of August, and we'll put it somewhere in there. Get a yeah. tent, live on the parking lot. You know. Yeah, it'll oh, be yeah. just like Black Friday or right. whatever. So Don't show up to our houses. We won't let you in. Right. <laughs> we will call the police. <laughs> no, I hope this one doesn't get canceled. I can't imagine we'll still be struggling with this next year, but right. who knows? That's what I said last year. Uh, oh, no, I totally saw it coming. I, I called it from the start. You packet. call all the bad stuff, though. I do. I know. That's <laughs> a sad. That's why you need to live in my mental space. Nothing's a shock. You're already, you already knew it was going to happen. You know, I'll take the shock. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. But well, I mean, we were having conversations with a like a couple months before it even hit here and mm-hmm. how he even him and i were even talking about we needed to lock down till after fourth of july no so all right but that actually does in a sad sort of way mm-hmm. maybe an optimistic sort of way i right. guess tie into what we want to talk about today which is re-entry mm-hmm. because depending upon your personal health your personal comfort level the laws where you live all right let's throw in all the caveats use your good judgment and you know whatever we are seemingly reaching a point mm-hmm. where a lot of activities that had to be kept remote can possibly start moving back in person and one of the activities we're looking at is moving our thursday every other thursday actual play which was skies of glass and now mm-hmm. is blades in the dark back to being a face-to-face game yep and We've got some other things going on on the side unrelated to the show that are starting to move back to being in person. And so we want to talk about reentry. All right. So we're going to do this in two, maybe three parts, depending on how you so divide it. First, we're going to do a look back at what it was like to spend a year in 
very heavily online games. Not entirely. I still did some face-to-face mm-hmm. gaming, but a lot of my games were online. And we're going to talk about the pros of that, the cons of that, and the other portion of the show, whether you're counting this as part two or part three, is going to be what are some thoughts we have on things we've got to prepare for with re-entering, in some cases, not with new games, but with games that were online and now suddenly are going to be face-to-face and how that may change the dynamic of gaming. Or even open up some opportunities. Yeah, mm-hmm. open or conversely possibly close some. So, yeah. all right, let's start with something we really don't talk enough about on this show, which is the... Valtech? Po- yes. <laughs> the positives of online gaming. And I'm going to throw out one simply to dispose of it. Mm-hmm. This is a junk card I'm going to play just because I don't want it in my hand, <laughs> which is it's better than not gaming. Sure. <laughs> yeah. okay. Let's just play that card and be done with it. We all knew mm-hmm. it was going to happen. All right. This is like playing a spy in Gwent. We all yeah. knew it was going to happen. So just go ahead and get it done with. My biggest positive about it, and I have multiple positives, but my biggest one is when the game is over, I don't have to get in my car and drive home. I have that, too, because our group, as Dan knows, drinks a lot of wine while we play. <laughs> and so I don't have to, like, either yeah, A... passed out role-playing hobos <laughs> littering no, your living it's, room. It's not even that bad. Nobody gets, like, belligerently drunk. It's just that there's five of us who drink wine. So we go, like, I go through lots of wine whenever we game. Mm. And it's like, A, I don't have to buy the wine. And B, I don't have to worry... bring their own wine. What? <laughs> I mean, we trade. I don't have to worry about them driving if they did right. have too yeah. much. Well, and then you've got someone like Chad isn't a night owl like i am mm-hmm. you know he's got his this is his bedtime and he Nine starts getting tired around seven it. seven o'clock now that he's old <laughs> it's, i go he's to bed at midnight bad. i get up at 8 a.m right but the thing is i go to bed at midnight every night, night right? i get up at 8 a.m every morning so my body is such that when it gets to 11 all right you know i'm kind of feeling 11 30 oh i'm yawning getting tired 11 45 like guys i gotta go yep the yeah. body is just going to shut down. We need to. Got so it. with an online game, that means that's our clock. We can't go past that because Chad's going to fall asleep. Yeah, you can go mm. till with an midnight. in-person game. He reaches that point and then you've got to drive home. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let me throw on the opposite side of that. I'm going to include this as the same bullet point, which is also there's no drive there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Stays I, on gas. I have to go into the living room. I do have to change up my computer a bit because I don't normally have a webcam plugged in. And we try to at least do webcams mm-hmm. with our games. To keep some illusion of there's a real person you're gaming with. Yeah. And so I have to reorganize some wires. But you're talking three minutes of work, maybe five minutes of work, as opposed to, well, we typically gamed here, but not all of my games were here. So this is not the same as me having to go through the whole rigmarole of get myself together, make sure I've got all my gaming books. Mm Mm-hmm get in the car, drive down there, and then, yeah, drive home at the end of it. Mm -hmm. So the complete loss of commute, that benefits me in gaming just as much as it does work. Maybe not quite as much because gaming's not during rush hour. (laughs) But still, it is one less thing you have to do. I mean, I do video because you guys want to do video for it. I hate being on video. Tough. I don't know why it is. I'm more self-conscious about being on video than I am being face-to-face with a person. And Part of it, I think, is that depending which tool you're doing, you see yourself in a box. Oh, I don't have a problem with that. (laughs) I do. Mm -hmm. If for some reason, something in my head, I get really self-conscious if I see myself there in a box and that's what everyone else sees. If I'm just sitting in front of someone, I don't think about what they're seeing. Yeah, and I guess I'm used to being on the stage. I used to Mm -hmm. model. Like I'm used to seeing pictures of myself and... Maybe that's why. Well, I, have, I have no problem with being yeah. on a camera. That's the other weird thing. I have no fear of public speaking. Right. Because again, I'm up there speaking, but I don't see myself. Yeah. That and that's sense. the part. If I see myself while I'm doing something, something in my head is wired that it makes me really self-conscious. And I hate being on video because of it. So that reminds me of this, this thing I read now. Brodeur is going to be listening to this and oh, he's going to start laughing and he's going to make fun of me and all this sort of stuff. And you know, what? I don't give up. About that at all. I read James Garner's biography. Now, James Garner was Rockford, Rockford Files. He was Maverick. He's this old, if you don't know who any of this is, he's just an old actor. He did a lot of TV work. 
He was in The Great Escape. He's in a couple of other things. And his big thing that he is known for is The Rockford Files. So it's detective TV show hour long. So I read his biography, right? And this guy was not, he didn't go to school for acting. He's from Oklahoma, is very blue collar. So he just kind of, he was in the Korean War. He fell into acting as, you know, just sort of a sideline, need some money, lived in LA, blah, blah, blah. So he did stage acting, right? And, you know, you're up there and he, he was not the leading man, but he, he did some stage acting. That's where he was discovered. So he was discovered to be on, I don't know the TV show, right? But it was a TV show with cameras in the 50, big, huge freaking cameras, lenses the size of your head sort of thing. You know, he thought it'd be an easy transition. It's, I mean, it's just saying lines. It's just acting, saying lines. You get up there, you, you punch your time, you go home. When he first stood in front of the cameras, he froze. Mm. And then they, you know, cut and went back and then he came back and, He's just like, okay, okay, I can do that. Start rolling. Cameras froze. This is a man who did stage acting in front of a whole theater. There's like... That's 15, live. There's like 15 people yeah. here, right? Yeah. Who cares? And they you know, kind of broke for lunch, and he's like, well, there goes any semblance of a career I'm going to have in acting. I guess that's all done. One of the older actors pulled him aside. He's like, you know, I had the same problem you did. It came from stage, blah, blah, blah. He's like, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go down there. Everyone's at lunch right now. I want you to go down to the set. No one is there. Nobody's there. You're by yourself. And I want you to look in the camera. I want you to stand on the set in your costume. I want you to look in the camera and say, I am not afraid of you. He's like, it, this is not a, like a positive thinking thing, right? Yeah. It's like the happy Gilmore thing where you put your cap to the side, put your tea in your ear. and so, You look like an idiot. He's <laughs> like, you're going to look like an idiot. You're going to feel like an idiot. But then but, it'll drop that humility. But, but then, yeah, it'll drop that humility. And then you'll be like, well, I'm talking to a camera saying that I'm not afraid of it. My being afraid is nothing compared to how big of an idiot I'm making myself here. And, and there's like this transition. And he's like, oh, no, that's not right. And he, he did it. He went down there and he looked in the camera and he's like, I am not afraid of you, you son of a bitch. You are not going to scare me. Again, it's not a oh, motivational right. thing, but it broke something in him and then he became yeah. james garner it is a weird psychology in that i'm not afraid of public speaking typically all right so i, I mean i do a fair bit of it i've spoken at funerals i've spoken at weddings i've spoken in front of conventions i've spoken at award ceremonies i mean i've done no small amount of public speaking i mean i used to teach at my church so, i mean that meant public speaking at least once a week sometimes more than once a week but like Wayne, there is something about an online game that creates a certain level of self-awareness. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. when I look up, I don't see other people. I see myself. Mm. And I think there is a certain level of cognitive dissonance that you have to build. Because I've had people come on the show and they're like, oh, I'm super nervous because this is going to record and this is going to be played for X number of people or whatever. And... Being someone who's introverted and being someone who has a lot of social anxiety, I've been asked about that kind of weird juxtaposition that I'm comfortable on this show. Well, the reason I'm comfortable on this show is because while there is a certain part of the back of my mind that is aware of the fact that other people will hear this and therefore there's certain types of jokes I can't crack and certain types of topics we're not going to engage and blah, blah, blah. To me, I am really only sitting in a room with my voice slightly raised and projected, speaking to Chad, Wayne, and Julio. Mm -hmm. The fact that the rest of you people will eventually hear my voice is a very, very unrealized notion to me. Very disconnected. Yes, yeah. it sits there. I know it to be intellectually true, but it is not an internalized truth. Yeah, and then there is something when you go to edit and you hear your voice that oh. you have to break yourself of, too. That I was never, much harder. I never yeah. listen to the shows I'm on. I will be 100% honest. Well, and I think it's even worse for me with the online games because of the sup I use. Because I am usually downstairs in my living room because I don't want to be more cloistered than the stupid disease has already <laughs> made us be. And so I at least want to be in a more open spot of the house. So I'm actually using my TV for my monitor. Well, the TV obviously is up on a stand, is 50-ish inches across, whatever. And I'm staring at that, and the webcam is propped up in front of me. So in every image of me where I'm doing a an actual play, or I was doing Eric's show on mm -hmm. Twitch, I'm looking up. 
Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'm looking over the Eggers webcam. Street. Yeah. And so yeah. it looks like I'm staring into the sky watching Christ's return while everyone else is just <laughs> it still playing like Blades in yeah. the Dark. Yeah, yeah it, it, it looks like you're trying to be very thoughtful. All the time. You, all the that's time. Not a, that's no. not a bad position, though. I'm no, just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. People think you're being thoughtful. Yeah. Well, in my case, too, for an actual play, I don't worry about it much. Mm. But for like Eric's stream, I knew people were going to be watching a video at that minute too. Out, not just the people I'm playing yeah, with. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So I have my webcam is built into the laptop. Right. I have a second monitor. I'm usually working off of the second bigger monitor, not the laptop one. So the camera will usually be to the side of my face more direct on. But if I'm broadcasting something like his Twitch thing, I want to be facing the camera. Right. So things like that, I don't have to think about if the camera isn't on. I've gotten really good with like my work. I have three screens. Like mm-hmm. I just make sure that the one that has the webcam has mm-hmm. my picture on it so that I know I need to look at that monitor. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, they see the side of my face. Yeah. But you know, you can turn off your picture. You could say like, don't show me my picture. That depends on what app you're using. Yeah, that's true. But there's a lot of them that you can. I don't know about Discord. I haven't tried it on there. But I know on like Hangouts and a couple others you can. Mm-hmm. That might help with that is my so suggestion. That would definitely help. If I don't see myself, it wouldn't be as big of an issue. Mm-hmm. So let's go to the next one. This is one that Chad and or Julia sort of cultivated, but I'm going to... Commandeer? Yes, yes. I'm going to commandeer it, which Very is... piratey. You don't have to host. Oh, yeah. I am yeah. always the host. No Dan. one has to host, <laughs> which means that you don't have any extra dishes to wash. You don't have any messes to clean up. Wine to buy. You don't have to buy any snacks or drinks. <laughs> You don't have to worry about what the guy with IBS just did to your bathroom. (laughs) In fact, I just came to find out because I literally never use the bathroom up here. Mm -hmm. I just happened to look into it to inspect it and came to find out that the toilet seat on that toilet is broken. I don't know how long this has been true. Oh, yeah. Nobody told me. And so I just ordered a new one for it. Well, I thought you'd... Because that's been broken since we were physically gaming here. (laughs) I do not use that bathroom. I have the same thing. And it doesn't bother me because I... You don't sit down often enough. Exactly. The only one that I know of that punishes that toilet was Brodor. Yeah. And so I go up there, I'm like, my gosh, somebody's really riding this thing like a pony. Because... Yeah, (laughs) it's Brodor. Yeah, Yeah, because one of those big screws that holds the the seat to the actual porcelain it's like yeah it's sheared yeah Yeah. my biggest thing is my wine glasses have survived like normally so i had nice crate and barrel expensive like i got them on my registry for Mm. what my wedding they're all gone they've all been broken by gamers yeah ikea ones i replaced them with ikea and they're thick you can drop them (laughs) and if you break them who cares i have a grant i have a i'm sorry a quartz sink and things Mm. just explode in it and i used to have a porcelain at my old house so i don't do glass in my house specifically because years ago something dropped something broke and before i could get it cleaned up a cat walked through it and sliced oh. into her paw. Oh. And, and you so have multiple it was, animals. Yeah, I have yeah, yeah. two dogs and a cat. So for that reason, I don't do glass in the house at all anymore. So anything that's going to shatter, something like ceramic or plastic can be dangerous. Glass is so hard to clean up, I banned it from my house. So I'm on the total opposite end of this, right? You don't have to clean up your house. You don't have to do stuff it is a good thing. I actually really enjoy that. Oh, yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm a <laughs> yeah. host at yeah. heart. My husband says this all the time. I put a lot of that stress on myself. Like, yeah. if you're coming over to my house, I have to, like, make a dessert for everybody. I bake mm-hmm. cupcakes for everybody. I always am doing something like Amy yeah. had just mentioned. She's like, you're always baking something. And I'm like, I know I can't help the, it. I make full dinners. Yeah, I snacks. Snack, well, yeah, I do well, okay. meat and, and cheese and, trays. Yeah, and there's, there's some portion of hosting that is enjoyable yeah mm-hmm. and there's my certain... spirit animal is a 50s housewife <laughs> and they're well, <laughs> the 50s housewife right <laughs> along those lines there's certain types of people that enjoy hosting yeah. you dan are not one of them I and mean, there's nothing wrong with that but that's not like your jam is not putting out a big dinner spread no picking out wines doing a meat and yeah. cheese tray <laughs> having the right dessert that looks nice for me it's about presentation. My cupcakes better be pretty. For me, it's, right. the, it's the basic dots. I just got to make sure. You have internet? The, the chairs are all there. <laughs> yeah. 
the toilet, which is apparently something I need to inspect more often, <laughs> is functional. Oh, you and got not, toilet paper? Not, yeah. yeah, you got toilet paper. Yeah. That's awkward. There's not a corpse in the sink. <laughs> you know, whatever. Just go down these basic connect yep. the dots of is the house livable? Can mm. somebody be in here as a guest and not have a totally terrible experience? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then close enough. Well, Dan, you and I have talked about in the past, there's a matter of momentum sometimes. When you're getting ready to do a social thing, I struggle with, I don't want to do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know I'm going to have fun. I logically know I'm going to have but fun. Sometimes My hard. mind is telling me you are about to do a social obligation and you don't want to do this. So if I have to start putting out plates and mm-hmm. things like that, that's more momentum I need to build up to get over that hump of dread to reach the fun I'm going to have for the rest of the night. Yeah. And it's going to happen. And that's why I push myself through it is because I logically know I love this hobby and I love doing it and I've got to push myself through it. There's a lot less to push yourself yeah. through if you just walk into a computer in the basement. So if you have to set out things for people. Mm-hmm. Well, and I had, so right when COVID started, I had just had my big major surgery and I was having hormone problems, TMI. And I went through like a serious depression bout where I was having a hard time and all of our friends were pretty like, we got to do stuff or let's get together. And I was having such a hard time with it. So it was actually kind of good because now I've gotten better. And so I've had all of this COVID season to like do online gaming to ramp me back up to like my normal. So I'm kind of excited for opening back up. (laughs) I had right before it hit was when I broke my rib. Oh, yeah. So it was nice (laughs) healing without without having having to travel a lot. Oh, my God. That was the funnest game ever. It hurt when he laughed and the drive to make a joke to get Wayne to laugh was I mean, I'm a, I'm only a man. I I, <laughs> I can only, I only have so much willpower. <laughs> I got kicked out of a hospital room for that one. <laughs> As well, you should have. I was a dick. You I was a being dick. a dick too. Yeah. yeah, there was a guy who had just been in a motorcycle accident, <laughs> and he had the the pleural right. fusion tubes, or whatever call it. Everyone doesn't know what that is. They're like these tubes they insert up into. The sacs around your lungs, they're apparently not as bad as they were when I had them Mm. because they don't have to be manually drained. There's probably some water pressure system. The point is, this guy was in a lot of pain and (laughs) I wouldn't stop cracking jokes. And I apparently was hitting his funny bone because I was just nailing him out of the park one after another (laughs) after another. So, yeah, I, I don't blame him, but no, no, no. Yeah, we are. We are the bad guys in this. Yeah, I made him feel better, sort of <laughs> mentally for a moment. You know, laughter <laughs> is apparently not the best medicine because <laughs> there's apparently morphine. Yeah. This is why Dan was not allowed in my house after my surgeries. So. <laughs> yeah, so that's fair. The other positive I saw, and this is right in line with not having to travel. And Wayne, this also ties in pretty well with what you're talking about, about, hey, if you're injured, you sprain an ankle, something like that. You're not out of the game because you can't physically relocate. You're also not away from your stuff, your pets, and your family. Yeah. All right. So it's your nest. Yeah, exactly. So you've made. Oh, boy, I need this one source book. Oh, crap. It's at home. I left my character sheet at home. Maybe you've got a child who needs a certain amount of observation or you don't have to be constantly there changing diapers and in the crib, mm-hmm. but you can't leave them home by themselves we'll and, the house on fire. and the spouse is working and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or gaming with you. Yeah, or gaming with well, you. Well, that's why we case. always host it is because I yeah. had a kid. Yeah. And so the kids right there, your pets are right there. All of your possessions are there. If there's something you have to do for work real quick, it's yeah. not like you have to get up. Go home, find your laptop. Mm-hmm. You can just say, hey, I'm just going to drop okay. out of the next scene while I log in to do this. I think every campaign I've been in, at least once, I have whipped out a laptop at the table. Yeah. yeah. Awful. Well, and I was going to I was going to say that as a good thing. I'm a definitely like a in order to focus, I have to do multiple things. So like if I'm watching a movie, I'm surfing the Internet, but I can right. fully cognizant of everything. And some GMs hate that, but they don't understand. That I actually am 100% there. It's just sometimes I need two things to do to keep my mm. mind focused. And I can do that better on online because I can be doing something on another screen and the GM barely notices. Yeah. <laughs> it's more respectful. Yeah. You know, you're, yeah. you're live, you're doing stuff, and yeah, you're fully engaged, but you also have a phone, phone. out and then you're yeah. doing the yeah. thing. And I feel terrible, but it's just my brain. Because I tell you what. Because I, the GM doesn't know. It's more respectful. Yeah. Well, there's nothing I, I hate more than going out to dinner or running a game where I'm like maybe telling a story or I'm doing something in game. And then I look up 
and all I see are the tops of people's heads. You know, it's yeah. just like because everyone is face down going through their phone and stuff. And I'm like, I can just go to the bar by myself, mm-hmm. you know, and then I, I'll tweet you or whatever kids are doing these days. I, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Social media. Snapchatting well, or TikTok. I send a nudies or something. I don't know. I, yeah. I'll, I'll, my, my actions for this round are on my OnlyFans page. <laughs> no. Hey, that's a good. Oh, my God. GMs can charge to game. Players can do an OnlyFans yep. of, well, you want to know what I want to do? You want to participate in my game? You got to come to my OnlyFans and uh, right. you got to drop a $20 subscription fee or mm. whatever, and then you, I'll run a game for you. Yeah. So nothing to do with OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. I remember there was at least one session where I didn't feel well. Yeah. I had a headache, just was not feeling well. And if it were a in-person physical game, I wouldn't have felt up to getting in the car and driving over. In that case, I specifically said, hey, guys, I'm not going to turn the camera on this week because I'm going to be laying down on the couch here, but I've got my headphones on, I've got my dice, and I was able to play and interact with the game when I wouldn't have been up to it if I had to get up and physically go somewhere. Yeah, and I think like with my surgery, the recovery, most of it being in COVID, it was kind of nice because we switched to online gaming and I didn't feel weird Mm -hmm. like i didn't have to look like disheveled and go somewhere i have to be put together to go places because it's just me Mm -hmm. and i i couldn't put myself together (laughs) you know i just don't walk out of the house like this (laughs) i couldn't i didn't have to do that like i didn't have to like get up put this hat on my giant bald spot i mean i spent like a half an hour blow drying my hair like (laughs) so did i just today but it's just because i have a lot of hair yeah dan you mentioned character sheets and things i kind of like having them electronic I always do mine electronic, and I think that's why some GMs think I'm screwing around sometimes mm. on my phone. It's just I have like a tablet, and yeah. I put my character sheet on that. I just do better. Your electronic way. resource is already where you're gaming, yeah. and that is probably worthy of its own point. Yeah, what it I have a problem is, with with a lot of character sheets are things, particularly Skies of Glass. Yeah, where I'm getting injured, we're getting we're healing. I'm writing things. I'm erasing things. You're erasing I'm writing things. I'm yeah. yeah, and I don't have that problem if I'm just deleting a line. Yep. Other game systems, like... Well, or even if you're just sort of a person that prefers keeping your character sheets online for any reason, or has your rule books in PDF, mm-hmm. or wants to Google a rule that you're having trouble finding, it'd be a lot faster to find it, like an RPG stack exchange yeah. or something like that. Notes. And... When I'm looking for the proper name of something yeah. that I took a note on three games ago... Control F. I'm Exactly. I'm either control Fing <laughs> or... I'm looking through note cards and pages yeah. trying to find the just, right page. It's just an alt tab now. Yeah. And yeah. It's already right there on the exact same platform you're using the game. And so you don't have to be distracted by a secondary platform. Now, the primary platform could still distract you, which we'll save that for the cons. Yeah. But there's a specific reason. I ran the mass campaign. I did a lot of that. And I actually am doing some of this with the Dresden too on my tablet. Mm-hmm. I bring over my iPad. I've got information on there. I've got PDFs on there. I have never hooked up to his wireless. I don't want that temptation. I am using a device that does not have access to the internet right then. I have access to my folders of PDFs and my folders of documents. He's on the refrigerator, but yeah, I intentionally (laughs) don't look at it. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that you also have to establish, like I know what I can do on my tablet or my phone. If I'm at a game session, that is too distracting for the game. But online shopping, I mean, I can do that, like, <laughs> you know, doing anything. I could do that right now on the show and still be completely, yeah. you know, involved. If I'm playing another video game on my phone, I'm not paying attention. Yeah. So I think that's another thing is, you know. I, I am much more likely to research something if I'm sitting at a laptop other than if I'm at a table, Chad's running the game. I know he's got an issue with having the mm. phone. So he may say something and I want to look something up. I'm not going to do that because I can't take the time. Hey, Chad, I'm looking this up because you said something. I'm wanting details on this. But when I'm in front of a computer screen, I can open a new tab, do a quick search, find the information that may, you know, help with the game, may help with my role playing. Yeah. Without Chad ever knowing that I've gone to the side to do it. And I don't think Chad would mind that. No. But he doesn't know what I'm doing if I have my phone. Well, for me, it, it stands game master abuse. You know, it, it's like Except you have traumatic stress it, disorder. Yeah, it, it's like years of people abusing the privilege. The technology mm-hmm. is great. Whipping out your phone to look something up or even to play a funny sound effect. Nothing's wrong with that. I think it's great. Technology is great. Except 
I just suffered under it for years. I suffered mm-hmm. under the top of head syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Where, what we've talked about before, what bothers you when people are doing it is specifically they get around to their time and they don't know, they what's, don't know going what's going on. on. Yeah. And suddenly they'll be shocked. There's a vampire here. Yeah. Vampire? When did the vampire show? The vampire showed up 15 minutes ago at the beginning of your Doctor Who porn parody. Right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> they were in the tavern. It's a vampire tavern. Tavern? We're in a castle. When do we go to the tavern? Why I wouldn't go to the tavern. I wouldn't go. Why would I? And it's like, oh, my God. So this is something that normally I would not praise in the least. But I think it is less disruptive to an online game than it is to an in-person game is side chatter and side jokes. Yeah. Mm. All right. So when we run our game right now, the actual play, once again, this happened during Skies of Glass. It's happening now during mm-hmm. Blades in the Dark. If you want to pass a note to somebody, instead of having to really quick find a note card, scribble it out, pass it to somebody. And everybody see it. And everybody, well, and then everybody's staring at you because it's just human nature. We're drawn yeah. to action. We're drawn to motion. It's a great survival mechanism, but it can break the flow of a game. Mm-hmm. But on a computer outside of the person sending the message and the person receiving it, if you're doing this like in a side channel in Discord, nobody sees it. We also have something going called the Cheap Seats, which is a channel where we just post all of our in-game memes and reaction gifts and whatever else. But it allows us to just have that outlet yeah. for our human stupidity without disrupting the game. And it may be even completely undisruptive in that the two people doing it might not be in the current scene. Right. But the Game Master now does not have it going on in front of them they can choose to either look at a channel or right-click on it and silence it. Uh, the last game, I jumped into the channel because somebody mentioned something they posted there. I took a look at it, and then I noticed I kept looking at it. So I'm like, whoa, I'm running a game here, and yeah. I had to get this out is, of it. The cheap seats are for the players to be doing, not the GM to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other aspect of that, Dan, that you didn't mention, we're doing an AP. This crosstalk in some of the previous episodes back in the Skies of Glass one you would get, let's say, me and Brodor are role-playing with you and an NPC. Chad and Brandon are doing their RP thing. It's called the, a man crush. Aww. Oh, it's more than a crush between them, trust <laughs> oh, me. No, there's a lot of crushing going on. Yes, but <laughs> the mic is picking up both conversations. Right, yeah. so people and, are being distracted by all this. And happening. people are like, man, Wayne and all of them need to shut up. I want to hear the bromance. They got to hear the romance happening. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like a soap opera game. Yeah, I was. There's, there's angst. That was something <laughs> I learned from the AP when we started doing the cheap seats and the individual channels for people. Mm-hmm. So when I started running my first online campaign, one of the first things I did in Discord was set up private real game channels to every mm-hmm. player and then a channel for in-game conversation, a channel for out-of-game out of game conversation, and they'll do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's jokes they want to make that they want to crack but not interrupt the game, they'll go into the meme one or the, the out-of-character. That's something you can't do around the table. Mm-hmm. Other than we did do, like, note passing to each other around the table. Yeah of stupid jokes and things See, that's but... why like the technology sometimes works you can text each other yeah yeah just saying <laughs> no phones no f- no <laughs> phones i'm gonna throw one last point on the pro pile before we go to the con pile and this is going to be another i'm just discarding this card it is super self-obvious let's just play it and be done with it which is obviously it allows you to game with people that otherwise you could not game with because of distance because they're not interested in the titles you're interested in. Yeah. I've played with Chris Hussey and Gage from Gaming with Gage a lot and a bunch of one shots. None of these people live anywhere near me. But Thank I God. <laughs> I really enjoy gaming with them and online gaming is a way I can game with my friends that aren't local. Mm-hmm. Well and I we were talking about this before, but my cousin is the head of the heart doctors here in St. Louis for one of our big hospitals. And my cousin was doing COVID research so they were both so busy that meeting was getting hard. Yeah. And they so could not the, take they the couldn't take the time. Drive. Right. Yeah. Especially because my cousin, her husband was the one who played and he, they have six kids. So mm. <laughs> he was on dad duty. And so it made wow. it easier for us to game yeah. because he, he had to take care of the kids because she was so busy. Mm-hmm. So that is also an additive to that is that people who normally are just too busy, it's probably quicker for them. Yeah. I want to throw out a con right away here. One of the frustrating ones when you're dealing with online gaming is that you can't sniff your fellow players. Ew. No, it's <laughs> what? Ew, don't judge me. <laughs> it's the technical difficulties. Yeah. The oh, drop, yeah. the oh, yes. the screen will freeze for a moment and did he disconnect? Did he not disconnect? Yeah. 
because you may have a solid connection, but occasionally you're going to have blips. And when you have five or six people on, you're going to have disconnects and blips. And it is frustrating when everything is going well and you've got a great scene and it's the momentum. Yeah. Yeah. It always happens to Dan when he's GMing and about to give us a huge plot point. It never doesn't happen when I'm playing for some reason. No, yeah. it doesn't. You're you're solid when you it, play. It never happens in a minor conversation. It's always he's about to drop something major on us. His screen will freeze well, every so, time. Well, and something like that wasn't even technical happened in the last game in the Blades of the Dark AP we did where I do a bit of intro. Kind of, you know, you have to settle your players. All the players settle down, do their social stuff. It's like, I do a bit of intro, and we're going, and I'm going to open the scene with Brandon, and I look over, and he had just taken his earplugs out and had walked away. Oh. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but if we were live, I could say, hey, dumbass. Get back you, here. Yeah, where you going? Well, and he would have had a better social cue that something right. big was going to happen. Because yeah. that well, was going to be the con I was going to say, is you do miss the, the live yeah. social cues. Yeah. And, in his defense, in this case, what none of us knew was that his wife needed to tell him something and ask him to step away yeah. for a minute. Mm. You know, he had a good reason us that ball and around the table yeah. we would have seen. Mm-hmm. That We're so bad. <laughs> Horrible. We're just game interrupters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's the other way. <laughs> Mike interrupts me more. Yeah, and I think, yeah, the social cues thing, I think, mm. is a big thing for me because I'm a social human. Yeah. So, well, you and I both were, were extremely outgoing yeah. people. You know, there's the added, or not the edge, but there's sort of the thing where introverts, they need to be around people, but when they're around people, energy drains from them. Right. People like you and me, we like it. Yeah. Energy doesn't drain from us when we're around people. We gather the energy. We take from, yours. Yes. We're like we're, energy we're vampires. vampires. We love it. Well, and even, Why do you think we're friends with freaks like you? <laughs> You're delicious. <laughs> well, and I think there's definitely something to that. Even for me, when I'm GMing in person, I'm reading the table. Yeah. Right. I'm looking at faces. I'm looking to see what people are doing. I can't get that same feel from a video screen. Right. Because they're can... staring at, even if they're not like shopping or something, they are staring at the video screen. They're doing the same thing you are. They are looking at the other faces. Okay. So instead of being people, able to focus just on one yeah, person. Yeah, people emoting and looking and reacting and stuff. It's like watching TV. Mm-hmm. You are consuming the product with a blank face until it's your time. And then you. Yeah, you and that is thing. really one of my the keys to how I've always GM that I'm having to learn ways around is I'll be watching the table. OK, it looks like Chad may be getting a little bit bored now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shift some attention there. It looks like Dawn is getting frustrated with her bad rolls. I want to <laughs> give her a win. She doesn't need to roll for <laughs> And I can't get that from a video screen. Yeah. I need to find other cues or other ways to get some of that that is easier in person. Yeah. Well, and the other con that we also talked about being a pro is having the alt tab. Like you could have a player playing a video game oh, on yeah. another screen. You, you know, you make know. It, and I you mean, would never know. And you know, you'd know by their behavior. behavior you probably right. guess you'd intuit it. But yeah, it's because you're looking at one screen, one device, which is also the one you're playing over. If they're choosing to alt tab and write an essay while they're supposed I, to be gaming. Then... I really have to lock myself down on that sort of thing. Not because, oh, well, I don't care about the game and I'll just do that. Or, or I'm like some virtuous person like, no, we game, we game. It's just how my mind works. I don't multitask. Mm-hmm. I cannot play a video game and watch a movie. Like I have two oh, monitors. That's my life. But oh, yeah, that and see people <laughs> like you do that all. I know tons I and tons of people who do just, that. Unless it's something that is incredibly cerebral, and I need to put a lot of thought towards it. Yeah, I can't watch media without doing something else. I'm the same way. I, I will have my character standing there doing nothing in the video game, and then I'm watching a movie, <laughs> or I have no clue what happened, what happened in the movie, and I'm. In the video game. Well, and Mike's the same way, and he's completely baffled. Like, he's like, yeah. how do you know what just happened on the yeah. movie? And I'm like, I, yeah. I just do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just and, do it. Yeah, no, and my so, mind, I'm the same with you. I've got to have something else going. I will get agitated or anxious mm-hmm. if I'm not doing something else while I'm watching. Mm-hmm. When I am on an online game, I am never on a website or doing anything. Because I know that what will happen is three hours later... My character will be dead. Dan will be all pissed off and I'll have no clue where the vampires in the tavern came from. So So another one that's a con that was also a pro is that you are more accessible Mm -hmm. to the people and 
animals, whatever else in your life. And as a result, sometimes they're not real good about making these social boundaries of, okay, so, you know, my spouse, whomever Mm -hmm. is gaming right now. And that's not just about them. It's also a courtesy to the people that they are participating with. But you know what? They're sitting right in the living room. I'm just going to go in and ask them a question, which is going to turn into me fiddling around. And then I'm going to play a practical joke on (laughs) them. And and it's like, seriously, we're trying to do something here. And we're all adults. We set aside time for our busy schedule. But on on video, you'd miss out stuff like what happened. I don't remember what the conversation was, but we were playing a game at my house and Sky's room he's a teenager he locks himself in his room so his room is right adjacent to where we game and i don't remember what was said but something like oh yeah that dude was back in the army in 69 and then you hear from his room behind his closed door nice (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about that Uh one i was telling them earlier about the other day when he was playing online video games oh he was yeah he drops an f-bomb and An (laughs) f-bomb oh no yeah, he was he was raring to go. It was yeah. hilarious. But it is hard enough when you have friends, family that are not gamers to explain gaming and the fact that you have a scheduled time that you go to do this. When you don't leave the house, it yeah. seems less important to them. Oh, and I if someone shows up, let's say someone knocks on the door, my neighbors needed us to move a car. Well, mm-hmm. that, okay, game on hold. I got to yeah, go move a car. Go, yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, kids never have respect for that so eliza will just come flying in my room naked or something like that after a bath or something you know like and it's it just is yeah Yeah. i don't have issues with the animals because i game online the same way that i work online which is Mm -hmm. in the basement with the door shut animals are not allowed in the basement they don't understand it but they know they're not allowed in the basement so i do all that from the basement to cut down on that a little bit yeah another pro is that if you game with me i feed you <laughs> well, that's a con. That's, part of the hosting. that's a con online. Is you yeah. cannot be fed. Yeah, you can't right. be fed. I mean, if there was a way, or wined I'd... and dined yeah. at my house, yeah. and cupcakes. Well, or <laughs> the meal breaks in general are not social. They're not yeah. spent together. I make, when you show up, I might hand you a bourbon cappuccino, an assortment of fine cheeses. There'll be a wine selection. There'll be a full course meal. Yeah, popcorn. well, and even if you just popcorn, there will always be popcorn. Even if you just go fruit. out to eat, that's at least something you're spending socially together. Gives you a chance to decompress and deal with other things without totally breaking the social flow or the social context. You know, that's something I noticed that is I put in the neutral category, right? Yeah. So as a game master, you have to give your players a little bit of leash, right? Like, okay. We're sitting down or we're all starting online. It is the start of the game. I bake in at least 20 to 30 minutes of everybody just talking and kibitzing. Right. You have to let them do that. And I know people who are like, no, it's game time. I scheduled this much time out of my thing and I only get to game, blah, blah, blah. And so when it's time to game, it's time to game. It's like, whoa. This is still supposed to be fun. Yeah, Yeah. We're human beings here. Now, it feels more like a slog, a long slog whenever you don't have that. And yeah. I feel like online gaming, at least in our group, when I've done it, it feels like that's gone away more. Really? So, yeah. so I, like I said, I put it in the neutral because I see it happening with equal effect in both. And the only reason I brought, brought up is because I actually did it in the last one I, I ran where we start at seven. We're not starting until 730. I don't say that right. because then we won't start till nine. Precisely. But- <laughs> I've had people try that with me where it's like. Well, we, I really have a tight schedule, so if we're going to start at whatever time, 7, I need to start at 7. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's get all night at 6.30. Well, I can't do that. It doesn't matter then. Then we're not going to be right. gaming at 7. We're going to be BSing. Well, I'll just show up at 7.30. No, because then we're going to start at yeah. 8. Because yeah. you're going to start BSing at 7.30. And mm-hmm. it's... Well, and let's face it. On the last session... It wasn't a group chat and all. No, it was the Chad Brandon romance. Yeah. It's yeah. usually the Chad Brandon uh, romance. We are an adorable couple. Thank you very much. <laughs> we need to give them like one of those portmanteau names like Chandon or something. Oh or, I, I like I think that's Chandon. good. Chandon's good. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, because it's just Brad if you do it the other way. Right. <laughs> yeah, you said like a Brad. We get yeah, a different no. person. Chandon. Yeah. Chandon. Yeah. The other one I'm gonna throw out that this was I think both pro and con, but I'm going to put it here because I believe, at least for me, in the current context of life, this is more of a con than a pro of online gaming. I'm not getting out of the house. Mm -hmm. Now, usually 
that'd be the bee's knees <laughs> if I'm stuck at home. But when you're forced to be stuck But at when home. you're forced to be stuck at home, look, introverts, if anyone tells you they do not require social interaction, any social interaction, th- that is a lie. Right. Introverts do need social interaction and oftentimes don't have the personality or the tools in place to seek it out. That's the why way social extra vampires work. like Julie and I adopt you. And right. Yeah. You. I actually, like Dan was part of our bubble, so he would come over like, mm-hmm. what, once a week we'd have Chinese Yeah, night. I, yeah. I had basically a really, really small set of people mm-hmm. that I continued to interact with. But when all of this first started, my budget started improving a little bit because I wasn't spending money on gas <laughs> to drive uh, yeah. to work. You weren't going out to dinner. I wasn't going out to dinner. It's actually starting to go the other direction now because I'm going so stir crazy. Yeah, you're buying you're, everything. I'm you're overcorrected. Yeah, yeah, I'm overcorrected. I'm buying things. I'm eating out. I'm doing all this crap. I really need to cut back on again because I'm so tired of the lack of change of scenery. Yeah. yeah. And so one of the cons of online gaming, no at least in this social moment, is that we're stuck in the same place. I'm mm-hmm. still stuck at home, surrounded by the same basic environment. All that has changed is Five of my friends are now on TV. (laughs) That's all that has changed. And the TV has not stopped entertaining me. So it's that's nothing new. (laughs) I will kind of ride on that a little bit. It's not an argument. I can't define it. And I've said this multiple times before in in multiple venues. I don't like online gaming. I think it's wonderful. I'm glad people can do it. I'm glad I was able to do it. I think it's fantastic. There is something I get out of face-to-face in-person gaming, I do not get with online gaming. I don't know what it is. And I'm sure there could be lots of, yo, oh, well, it's this, this, this. Sure, whatever. I don't know what it is. There is something magic that is missing for me. And you played the throwaway card earlier of, well, it's better than not gaming. 100% honest with everyone here. If I had a choice between online gaming or never gaming again, I will find a new hobby. Hmm. Whatever that secret sauce is missing so much, it is to that level. So it's what's kept you in the hobby, so to speak, the fact that there's at least ostensibly an end on the horizon? Well, it's a couple of things. One, we had a pod. We had a a friend and family pod. You had an in-person game going as well. Yeah, Online gaming wasn't your only game. Right. Right. There is an end in sight. I'm a hopeful person. There's an end in sight. And obviously... Dan and I are two sides of a train tunnel. Dan sees the train coming. I see the, the bad train going. Me too. You know, that's, but we're both right because there's still a train coming mm-hmm. and going. So no. Glass half full, right. half empty. So obviously the, the glass thing... is completely empty. It's just half of its air. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yeah, there's going to be an insight. Like the AP, why did I continue with the Skies of Glass AP? is I was committed to it. I right. believed in it. I loved you guys. I lo- loved. I loved. I love you guys. Aww. And there was a commitment there, and I wanted to see it through. And it was still fun. There's still fun and enjoyment. I'm glad I did it. I, and I'm not putting the game down. Why am I doing the Blades in the Dark game? Well, we're very much near the end of the tunnel here, and I, I saw that. But the, I also had a commitment. There, yeah, there were the decisions. commitment's keeping you there. Yeah, the, the commitment is keeping me there. But that it, only lasts so long before that commitment becomes a burden. Right. Right. That makes sense. But we are so far down the tunnel that it's fine. You know? Well, yeah, now that more people are getting vaccinated and stuff, you can hang out together. Yeah. And I don't want to sound like a whiny bitch here either. I don't want to sound like, oh, I suffered for Skies of Glass, <laughs> And I suffered for Blades in the Dark. Oh, no one understands my man pains. It isn't that at all. There are a number of factors that made me happy with it and continue to make me happy with it. But there are a couple of points, if I'm completely honest, that I, I just don't like online gaming. Yeah. I just don't. I'm not sure I'm quite to the point where if my choices were either game online or never game again, I'd go never game again. It, most people should not be like that. I, I will yeah. say certainly the amount of gaming I do would drop dramatically. Mm-hmm. I would not be as excited about it, and I think it'd be as, it, a lot harder for me to buy in because I'm with you. There is something about being in a different place, being with people, being engaged, not just in the theory, but in the practice. There was something, and I'm glad Julia's here because she can speak to this as well. But there was something that happened pretty early on in this, which is her husband, Mike, had a birthday. Mm-hmm. And she decided that since nobody could get together, that she was going to do an online birthday thing doing Jackbox games. For anyone who doesn't know what they are. With a Jackbox game, 
One person has an account, jackbox.tv if you're interested. One person has an account, and they set, they buy the games and set up the yep. games. On Steam. And they'll be like, trivia games, or draw this, or... Mystery Murder Party is my favorite. Yeah, yeah or, I love Mystery yeah. Murder Party. Or finish the... I like Fibbage. F- fi- finish the sentence, and whoever has the funniest one wins, and they just... But you write it on your phone, so you only have one shared display, mm-hmm. but you actually play on your phone or your browser or whatever... So everyone being at home didn't really affect our ability to play those games. And it was a surprising amount of fun. Yeah, yeah. we've done a couple since then, too, for people's birthdays. Yeah, we it's really, well, and even Mike was commenting that when we first started doing it, that he's like, this is this is going to suck. This is not <laughs> yeah, going to be any good. And it was a shocking amount of fun. But I came into it with that prejudice that I'm going to participate because, you know, I got much love for Mike and Julia and whatever. But I had my own reservations not based on just sort of an empty prejudice, but because of past experience. Right. Past yeah. experience says these typically aren't very good. Yeah. You well, know, it also depends on the people, too. Sure. Like, you have to have outgoing people for those types of things to be fun. Yeah, well, and Online, all, even with introverts or, I guess, anybody, there is mm. the prevailing truth here, which is you are going to get out of it what you put into it. Right. And if you come in with a completely, not even I've got my reasons to doubt but i just plain do not buy this can work period yeah. and you've already yeah. reached that dogmatic oh, decision yeah. then yeah. yeah there's why don't show up you well and i also think there's a case to be made for things that are made with this in mind mm-hmm. jackbox is meant to be played with people either remote but conversing or with people in the same room but they're not looking at the same thing they're looking right. at their different things their phones. Phone. Yeah. i think it's great for things like that we've used yeah. it at work a lot just about a month or so ago, I played a role-playing game. I was talking about it over dinner called uh, Alice is Missing that is designed to be a silent role-playing game mm-hmm. where everything is typing and all. I don't think I would enjoy that nearly as much in, in person. person right. Unless I everyone did. had mechanical typewriters. <laughs> well, that changes everything. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be awesome. Yeah, I yeah. love like, that. Like, that, that would be awesome. Then. Yeah. All right, so we need to do a diesel punk spinoff of right. this game where <laughs> yeah. everyone has to bring like their old like royal I don't think typewriters. I have one anymore. You only get, each player only gets four pieces of paper. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's over. So, I write too much. Right. That actually would be. <laughs> yeah. no, but it was a game that was designed in a way that made it really easy mm-hmm. for the skies of glass ap we were playing a game that was designed to be played around the table right, right. where we had started not just the game was designed the campaign the game style everything about it when we went in was planning to be around the table and then it transitioned to e- even the choice in skies of glass to use bullets and i went out and bought dummy rounds yeah, the fake rounds. yeah that's not real ammunition but it's dummy rounds for a 40 caliber handgun yeah and that's what we were using as our currency and it just added a fun little tactile thing yeah. to the game obviously that is totally missing in an online game there's a con for you i love doing things like that i love having things physically like on props. the table and props and not props Minis. not props in a oh, yeah, clownish yeah. sort of way yeah. But just you're little, not like carrot top. Right. Yeah, I was say you're the little D&D carrot like, top over here. Right. <laughs> My first Dresden file campaign, I had Bob the Skull that would always be in the middle of the table, and if somebody was distracted, I would reach out and passive aggressively turn, turn the skull in. towards that person. Well, it's highly effective. Yeah, and <laughs> I unless you're on your phone and just and don't, don't even know if you got turned. Right. I can't do that. I can't do that mood setting. We can't like adjust the lights or anything right. or ambient music like when mm-hmm. uh, Chad ran Blades in the Dark last time. Oh, I can't he- even do that for the AP in general because it's all copyrighted. Yeah. It's all copyrighted. Yeah. Well, and we found ways to do that ambiance type stuff on our Discord channel where we put like a bot in there mm-hmm. that you could just type in music something and it would come up and yeah. it would play. So that kind of helped with that a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, the props yeah. couldn't happen. The props can't happen in yeah. a online game. I mean, unless you like put them on screen like super silly, and then it's just silly. Well, it, well, I have that problem too. Blades in the dark, right? I'm doing clocks, and sure, there's like probably some shared whiteboard. Well, I'll zoom with it. Yeah. There's a shared whiteboard and stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm scratching stuff really quick. I don't want to mm-hmm. open something up. It's like, oh, it's clock. So I write it down on a note card, and then I hold it up. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all washed out. 
And then right. I have to like get it autofocus. <laughs> yeah. like, you were trying to you were trying to show us yeah. the project yeah. clocks. Yeah. yeah, it was like if pain. if I were running the game and I wanted to do that, yeah, what I would do is I'd hit the screen share button, right. and I'd have a file up for it, yeah. right? Well, Instead of trying to hold a card up. Well, in some games, also I think even more than that, they and maybe this is the point we'll close on. Some games become outright impossible, or certain styles of gaming become outright impossible, or at least let me say very difficult. An online BattleTech game. Yes, you could use hexes on something one is online tools. You know, if you're trying to do map comp with D&D, yes, you can use roll 20. And let me put in the caveat here that for the people that are thinking, well, this works perfectly, if you're talking about D&D or Pathfinder, yes, because there are a whole lot more tools and scripts and everything pre-written for that, you can go download 100,000 D&D maps downloading. I will go out on a limb and say if you are talking D&D, it is easier to use yeah. minis using the computer because it is also doing the math for you, the yep. roles, you've got yes. scripts, because this has all been It'll already created and laid out. But yeah, for to do it for other games or certain styles of games or for games that are not common enough to have that level of scripting, but you'll say trying to do a Star Trek ship on ship combat, you're trying to do a Battletech game, whatever... This becomes a whole lot more cumbersome. Game prep is a lot more difficult. Your ability to change up the map on the fly is a lot more difficult. You've got to download things, scale everything. And once again, it's not as pre-canned mm. as a D&D or Pathfinder thing is going to be. And you might somebody might say, well, if you do some Googling, you can find this and download this and plug no, in this. No, no, i got to run a game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my point, is yeah. if I have to go searching that hard for it, you have added steps of complexity where thumb through my maps really quick and throw out one that's already pre-scaled, pre-built, pre-everything for this situation if is you have, a whole lot faster. And if you have someone new, let's say you're running a, even a D&D where a lot of this stuff is already done, you have somebody new that's never done online gaming before, has yeah. never played D&D before. You are not only teaching them the system, you're teaching them the technology of the site and the tabletop and here's how you do your character sheet. Here's how you do. There's more that you have to teach them that you wouldn't sitting around the table. Our first D&D game for lockdown, we just dedicated an entire day just to get used to the stuff because not everybody had used it before. Oh, yeah, I cannot imagine like with the D&D game that I'm running for my family. Trying to get them all on the same page yeah, with that, the technology. So the, well, not <laughs> yeah. just the technology. The technology would be an issue, especially because in some cases we have multiple people coming from one household mm-hmm. and it's not a super gadget heavy household. So even to get them on the same internet connection with all their devices working, I don't know if it would be possible. And if it's possible, it would definitely be difficult. But even more, where good old D&D, these people don't know what these numbers mean. And I'm having to point at things on their character sheet or Mm -hmm. point at things in the rule book. And if they're like, well, I don't know what this is. Or I say, well, you've got to roll your this. And they're like, where do I find that? And I'll be like, okay, well, right click on your character tab. (laughs) Well, I don't have a character tab. And I were trying to figure out where that is. Yeah. And yeah. maybe it's well, hidden or maybe okay. it's moved. It's, it's docked screen. left instead of right. Can you see my screen? No, I just see white space. Oh, why do I have white space? Oh, yeah. And this feels like a work meeting now. Okay. <laughs> well, then. well, and then out of this came a running meme, which is the Zoom seance yeah. of, are you there? We can see you, but we can't hear you. Can, can you move something? Can you check your sound settings? Can you give us a sign that you're present? <laughs> yeah. Can you wave if you hear us? Oh, spirits. <laughs> so... My final sort of con, though, for online gaming is what I call the chair. So I work, actually, all four of us here, we work in IT, yeah. which means mm-hmm. that we don't have to be inside of a restaurant or a factory or something like that. Our jobs for the past year have been at home, mm-hmm. where we've been on computers and all of our meetings are on Zoom. Mm-hmm. I have a minimum three meetings a day on Zoom. Minimum, that's a good day. Minimum three meetings a day, sometimes more, sometimes less. But when I start work at nine o'clock in the morning and I have Zoom meeting or not, well, it's WebEx, WebEx, you know, I have a WebEx and a WebEx and a WebEx and a WebEx and I have the earpiece in my ear. Yeah. My ear canal hurts. Dude, I actually got an ear infection. Yeah. No joke. I actually got, I forget what the exact diagnostic term is, but I had an external ear. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the yeah. proper name yeah. for swimmer's ear. But yeah, it's basically swimmer's ear, where the outer part it's of the Michael ear... Phelps. 
in your ear. Yes. <laughs> That's precisely what yeah. happened. He came over and just pushed like, it. Ah, gold medal, bitch. <laughs> it's magical. It it's is. It's a magic one. But yeah, no, seriously, I actually had to go to an urgent care yeah. and get antibiotics and such. And then went to my mom's house. She's. You ex- know, Dan, I never thought about this. I last year had an ear infection for the first time since I've been like a teenager. And I ear pieces. And as an adult, yeah. I forgot about so how much they hurt. So long the fish makes this point yeah. about they shipped off all the uh, phone sanitizers because they were stupid people, and then everybody died of an ear infection. Yeah. Yeah, I never even thought it. about that being the possibly why I had one when I haven't since I yeah, was a and kid. And now using headsets as opposed to earbuds. Yeah. And I don't use earbuds anymore after that. I use headsets that are designed for long-term right. wear. I spent even long term. Okay, so yeah. here, here's what I mean by the chair, right? Like I have, I don't want to like toot my own horn about a chair, but I I bought a very expensive chair. I bought a I bought, I bought a Herman <laughs> Miller Aeron. Did you spend that much time in it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's like a mechanic buying expensive tools. Right. That's his job. My tools is my ass because I sit on it for eight hours. Oh. So I, I have a standing desk. I bought. Well, I can't. I have a herniated disc. I can't do the standing thing. Otherwise, I would. But I bought a very expensive chair that I sit in for eight hours. Very comfortable for a long time. So I'm doing online meetings all day at work, sitting in this chair. And then I have dinner. And then I start a game up where I'm sitting in the same chair for a many number of hours more with an earpiece in my ear or I have big cup earphones for hours where my side of my head's getting sweaty. I can feel it pressing. And I, I can't, again, I'm not trying to like, pump myself up about money I spend my toys on. I have a very expensive headset. I have a Sennheiser right. gaming headset that is designed to be comfortable for hours. For right? someone who hates online gaming. No, online. But which is interesting because I enjoy online role playing games, but I don't enjoy online video gaming. Yeah. Separate topic. I've got yeah, tons well, of thoughts about online but, video games, but, but that's separate topic. That's the thing. So by the end of the night, I have spent twelve or thirteen hours in this damn chair. In that same with, room with, with the same yeah, headset. Looking at the same screen with my ear or on my head or around my ears not around visit phys- well i mean my wife is there and sky is there and stuff sure but if i'm on a meeting they can't be in the room if i'm gaming they don't want to sit there and listen to that and it's like i'm just staring like you said at tv yeah and it's that's like, why i moved downstairs it's yeah. because i was getting the same thing because i had my computer up here in the spare bedroom and i was sitting up here to do podcast stuff. I was sitting up here to do actual play stuff. I was sitting up here. If I was just recreationally gaming, I was sitting up here. If I was balancing my checkbook, because that's all online, Mm -hmm. I was spending too much time in this room. Right. And it's not a huge room. I mean, this is like, well, I mean, maybe it's a typical bedroom, 10 by 12, 10 by 14. It's somewhere between 10 by 12 and maybe 12 by 14, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's not a huge room. And it feels smaller because you've got a huge table so, and equipment yeah. and, and mics and all that and are taking up a considerable amount of room. Yeah. And yeah. well, that happens too. Yeah. This room's harder to climate control. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just needed that break. I needed to be somewhere else, mm-hmm. which is why I work in one room on my laptop. And then when it's time for either recreation or you know, doing the podcast, which is recreation, like a different form of it. You know, I go out to yeah. at least the living room, which is wide and open. And I avoid locking myself in this cell because I get that same feeling that I just... I don't do that for like gaming or anything, but along those same lines, I need that break. So I've set aside time on my calendar. My lunches, I will go upstairs and I will eat in the living room away from all of the work stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know when to stop. I love my job so much. <laughs> it's <just laughs> so bad. I love coding so much that I will do it until I die. Like I will until yeah. s- I fall into bed. And, and so I have to physically break. That is the like, other reason why I I don't have to talk to chat about this. I have to have a separation yeah. because I will just keep working forever. Mm-hmm. So work for me is in the basement, which online gaming is also in the basement. Yeah. And then I leave the basement and I don't bring my work laptop up. It never leaves the basement. Oh, mine goes everywhere. But I also learned to sidecar my uh, my giant iPad on, on it. So I have two mm-hmm. screens wherever I go. So I use that as my change of scenery. So like I'll move, I'll go downstairs and you know do stuff with Mike next to me and then I'll go back up in my office. You know I move around my yeah. house. That's <laughs> specifically for me. I need to designate that as work. Yeah, no. I get it. So I step away. I am no longer work mm-hmm. because mentally I have to do that. Yep, yeah, I I'll have to have that working. as my break. 
That's saying that I've got three separate areas of the house that I move between. One for podcasting, one for work, one for recreation. Yeah. My obvious break is my four-year-old coming and being loud. And I'm like, oh, it's time to stop working now. <laughs> so I tell you, <laughs> we're, we're going to stop this one here. I, I realize we didn't get to the main punchline of this, which mm-hmm. is reentering from this back to face-to-face gaming and what sort of problems we're guessing might occur, we're predicting, and some of the strategies we've got. We'll come back to that next episode. So for this episode, we'll just leave it at the pros and cons we've encountered over the past year. Curious to hear what your guys' pros and cons have been, because maybe you experienced something we didn't. Once again, be sure to check the show notes for a link to Fear of the Con online, which is going to be, Wayne, what's the date again? June? You ask me after I've closed the app 25th? on my phone. 25th, 26th, what's and 27th. The, what's the NPC's name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great week and great games, and we will catch you next time. Yeah. This has been a production of Fear the Boot, copyright 2021. Listeners are free to use this episode in a non-commercial endeavor, so long as credit is provided to feartheboot.com. You can find previous episodes and other resources at feartheboot.com. If you wish to support this show and its related endeavors, you can do so at patreon.com slash feartheboot.